I was checking in with everybody today because we apparently have a hurricane or y'all have a hurricane down in Houston. Mm -hmm. Yeah. mm -hmm. It just seems like with that going on, and then I think, aren't there some fires in California too? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So just like you were saying, I saw when you posted that red sun, you were like, some anger is happening Mm -hmm. out there. Like, Something is shifting for sure. Yeah. With all of this craziness. Like, you know that eerie feeling? Like, you know when you see something and you're like, "Mm," and there's this eerie feeling that goes along with it. And sometimes the eerie feeling is just like, well, that's, you know, that feels weird. But then when you see something, it's almost like it feels omen-like. And I was like, oh, girl, I don't know how I feel about the sun. And it was redder. It was like, like I mean, the one, the picture that I put up wasn't even the one that I, the day that I was like, a little off about it because I was like, why is that so red? And it obviously the smoke, but it was like blood red. And so then the picture that I took was two days after that. But every single day it's been the same thing. And every morning it's been the same thing. So I'm like, hmm. So it, it scares me a little bit. It worries me a little bit because I feel like this, I swear this year, 2020 is that bitch nobody wants to invite back to their party because that's it. Like after this year, she's not coming back. We ain't had nothing to do with no 2020. Like that's it. This is like the the year where like if something happens in your life, like if you lose a loved one, you're also going to get fired that same week, mm-hmm. and then like you'll also lose a toe. Like it is, <laughs> I think. And yeah. I wanted to talk to you about this because whenever I was watching y'all's channeling, and I think I can't remember if it was you or if it was Shannon that asked, but I think y'all said that like only three percent of people are going to hit their ascension. And I'm like, all of this stuff that people go through to like push them to that level and they just like sit there. Yeah. Is that how it's going to be? Like they're not going you know, to rise to their growth? I, I was actually surprised when that came out. When I was doing the channeling with Shannon, when sometimes I'm not completely, I am participating with my mouth moving and with stuff coming through, but I'm not thinking about what is being said before it's said. It's more of a, it's almost like it's coming through at the same time. And so my mouth is trying to keep up with it. And there's a few moments where my mouth cannot move any faster because it's coming through too fast. And so I, I trip on my words because it's too, my, it's hard to like for my mouth to keep up with it. So, but yeah, when that happened, where Shannon said, how many people or what's the percentage of people who are going to ascend or like rise to that level. And when Aja came back and said 3%, I was like, well, it's pretty damn low. Like all these people... And I thought the same thing you did. I was like, that's really low for ascension and for people ascending. But what I was understanding in the moment when I was asked, because I was asking myself the same question when it was coming through, like, what? Like, I, the way I was made to feel is that ascension is not like a a trophy for living your life. Like ascension is not this, this perfect moment of beingness that people are going to achieve in and they're going to observe in their life it's more of an energetic shift it's almost like the shift occurs within the beingness it's not an actual physical shift like people have this assumption that oh my god like the heavens are going to part the angels are going to descend and like all the aliens are going to show up and say hey y'all y'all are part of the team like no people are expecting all this like physical stuff to happen it's almost like 20 it was it's almost like 2000 like when 2000 came along everybody thought what was going to happen what's going to happen 2000 went came and went you know, and you know, oh, too, you know, oh well, you know, too bad. Everybody go back into the house. You know, like mm-hmm. nothing happened. Right. So, and then 2012 happened, and nothing happened. And so, <clears throat> people keep expecting these 
big events to be like vis visual phenomena or like, oh my God, did you see that person just fly out their body? Did you see that? They must have ascended. No, baby. It's not going to be anything like that. It's just going to be an energetic shift mm -hmm. within a, a type of person that is sustaining and supporting that alignment in such a way where they no longer have to incarnate and come back. And so for some people, mm. it's going to just trigger a lot of different shifts. That doesn't mean that people aren't going to sh shift and change on, in their own way because the shifts are happening regardless. Like this, this energetic vibrational recalibration isn't because something is being righted and something was wrong before. It's just meaning that there's a new pattern and a new um, energy wave that is starting to take hold and take root in our consciousness and our awareness and it makes it easier for us to be more aware more and i think the internet actually was the indicator the beginning stages of this because the internet was the representation of how we've all begun to connect with each other and how we've all begun to like experience each other in a much more direct and immediate way so that was the beginning reflection of it in our reality and now it's happening on an energetic level where we are becoming more aware of each other from a conscious state of mind. And so some of us who are really far along in the process of ascension, once they're done with this life, that's it. They don't have to come back and repeat the cycle of incarnation here because that's it. They can move on to another system or to another you know, yeah. uh, dimension or whatever. So, But that doesn't mean that the work is done. It just means that they're done. So, but the people here are still going to go through their own shifts as well. They're going to go through their own vibrations and frequency changes, mm -hmm. and but they're just not going to fully uh, see it in like a, a visual phenomenon. They're just going to experience it from energetic, emotional, and mental states. You know, I think that's exactly like just like we were talking about a while back when I think I mentioned like people were talking about oh Jesus must be coming back. I'm like, stop expecting this really amazing physical phenomenon when i mean let's look at reality mm -hmm. we are here and we do know what the limitations are for the human mm -hmm. like i mean only certain things can really actually take place right so you know like expecting angels to um descend and like for us to have like the full battle of the archangels against oppression like no like that just means like we all have to try to meet that place energetically yeah. so that we can fight oppression in our own space that's yeah. really how i look at it well and you know people i think people take things too literally like they take everything so literally even when it's really designed to be something symbolic and i think that's where people get into struggle especially like with like when we talk about like the bible and the 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 prophets of the bible and how they saw you know this and that and and i'm just like what makes you think that they weren't given something from an energy they were being shown or given some sort of understanding that they could comprehend mm -hmm. and unfortunately some of them may not have had the ability to comprehend it or the intelligence to comprehend it in its fullest um form and so they were just trying to make as much sense of it as possible and so they were going to mm -hmm. call it this and call it that and not only that but it doesn't mean that it was a literal representation of what's going to happen. It may have actually been a symbolic, energetic representation of what's going to happen. And that tends to be, that's actually something that I run into a lot with psychics and like with my students. Like when they're tuning in or they're trying to focus their psychic ability and they're trying to tune into something, they always want to take it so literally. Like I just saw a ball blow up. So that must mean that like, <laughs> 
there's going to be an explosion or there's going to be like some, and I'm like, what makes you think that this just doesn't mean that there's a lack of, of air within the ball or that the, the ball cannot with, cannot hold that kind of energy. So it's just going to be beyond its capacity to hold it. Why don't, why wouldn't you examine it and like interpret it in that way? Why are you taking it so literally? And so people tend to like mm. run and jump the gun and they take it literally, they make these predictions and then they turn out to be wrong more, more times than not. And I always tell people don't take it so literally, like sit with it for a minute, examine it, try to understand the symbolism and the meaning behind it. Because when my brain is tuning into something, my brain isn't tuning in and saying, Fernie, this is going to happen at this time and then this is going to happen and then this is going to happen. No, it doesn't work that way. The way the, the psychic mind works is this means something. From the moment we were born, everything that we've encountered, all of the stimuli, all of the experiences we've had, all of the memories that we have gathered in our minds, it's because our brain was trying to apply meaning and understanding to something. So all of these things mean something and they've collected that in our in our brains. So when you're tuning in psychically, your brain isn't going to say, oh, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. No, no, no. Every now and then you might luck out and get that kind of clarity and detail, but most of the time it's your brain is trying to apply meaning to what it's encountering and it's going to give you whatever it can give you to help you make sense of whatever it is. Most people are not used to analyzing and assessing energy. They're used to analyzing and assessing stimuli. But energy is a form of stimuli that we encounter, all of us encounter. That's why I tell people everybody's psychic. I'm not that special. I just spend time understanding the process and I practice it. That's pretty much it. But everybody can do what I do. But it's almost the idea of understanding that when your mind encounters energy or this energy stimuli, your brain immediately wants to reach for meaning. What does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? So what you start to experience in your head and in your mind is a representation of what it means, not what it is. And there's a big difference there. So when people saw angels in, the, in, the his, in history, when people had certain types of experiences, you don't always want to take everything so literally. I'm not saying that angels don't exist or there aren't any physical uh, manifestations of that. I'm just saying that you don't always want to take everything so literally because if you're coming from an energy place of understanding, it's the brain trying to assess it from a state of meaning, not from a place of is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, and then also, too, I just think back to the book that we are going through, our A Course in Miracles. Mm -hmm. And when she talked about revelations and how, like, you can't really explain them. I think a lot of these stories that we see, especially in the Bible, are like these huge revelations that they went and wrote down. And it's mm -hmm. like some of it. You know, is it oh, it's like Nostradamus. It's like <laughs> Nostradamus. Like you, you know, oh my God, Nostradamus predicted the future. I'm like Nostradamus was just a really great poet teller. I mean, po poetry writer, in my opinion, because I'm just like, okay, he could have been a little more specific. Because I just don't appreciate this. This year we will produce this. And like, I'm just like, okay, like give us get specific, <laughs> boo boo. Let's get clear because. In 200 years, ain't nobody going to know what the fuck you are talking about. So let's try to make it as crystal clear as possible because people don't have the ability to try to figure out what you were thinking when you wrote this. They're going to see this, right. you know, 200, 300, whatever years in the future. They're not going to, they're going to try to make as much sense of it as possible. It's like going, it was with, with the hurricane too, because people were asking me yesterday on the, um, on the live on Instagram, they were asking me like, so what's gonna happen with the hurricane or what's, you know, I was like, you know what? And that's everybody like, I 
when it comes to sense in the future, if I have an invested interest, like that screws me up, that messes me up so bad because mm -hmm. I care too much about the outcome. And the minute you care about what you're tuning into is the minute that your biases and your sense of wanting to control it, to see it in a certain way, gets in there and starts to mess and manipulate with the vision or with the details. So if I care, like for example, my sister, I don't want to see her get hurt. I don't want to see her. Actually, the perfect example of this was my friend Chelsea. When my friend Chelsea passed away, that year I gave her a reading in that summertime. And I gave her that reading and I told her, you know, it's so weird. I keep seeing your mom, like I keep seeing this situation in my head where your mom is like, it feels like it's in a hospital. Your mom's sitting down in a chair and she's crying and it's almost like she's really upset. And so, and, and I kind of, I don't know, I feel like something really awful has happened or something really painful is going on and your whole family seems like they're all mourning or like they're all sad because something's happened. And I feel like everybody's sad and crying. And, and so I, my mind could not even fathom that my friend was going to die because I'm here I am talking to her. I'm not thinking like you're gonna mm -hmm. die. No, I'm like, like something's wrong. And the only thing that I can think was like, maybe it's your mom or something's wrong with your mom. Have her go to the hospital or have her go to the doctor, get her checked out because I don't know if this is something that can be prevented, but just do something to get her to the to the doctor and have her run tests or just check to see if everything's okay. Because I'm seeing that and I, I, it feels like someone's died. That's what it feels like. Well, lo and behold, you know, mm -hmm. fast forward into the future, you know, she got hit by a drunk driver and left to, to die at the side of the road. Mm -hmm. And she, you know, a few days after being in the hospital and being in a coma, she died. And I remember mm -hmm. walking into the hospital with Roxy, my assistant, you know, Roxy, my assistant. So I remember walking to the yeah. hospital and when I walked in, I saw her mom sitting on the chair right there crying. And I was like, mm -hmm. like, like, I mean, it just fell right into, and I was like, <sighs> and so... I was I was never going to see her die because I care too much and I don't yeah. want to I had so much hopes for her. I mean for her it was like my sister. So when you're trying to tune into family or to yourself, your own like what you care about is going to block you and it's going to keep you from seeing some of that stuff. So like with the hurricane, I don't really I can't really tune into it because everybody that I know all of y'all y'all are in Houston. I don't want y'all to have to suffer, to have to deal with stuff. I know Houston tends to flood. I'm actually more concerned about flooding than about like winds and all that other stuff. I'm I'm concerned about yeah. the flooding because if we have a flooding event from a major storm, it'll take a big. I mean, a hurricane. I mean, what it was it? Tropical storm Alicia wasn't even a, a freaking mm -hmm. hurricane, and it was like a big old uh, flooding event. So it don't take very much for Houston to flood, and God knows it floods once or twice a year every year, right? And you know, everybody acts like they don't know what mm -hmm. a flood is, and they try to drive through it in Houston right. because God knows mm -hmm. they don't know what don't turn around, don't drown, don't you know mean. Uh, but the expectation is that it's going to flood. My assumption is that it's going to rain a lot. It's going to flood. And I'm more worried about flooding. And so when I think about that, I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm expecting a lot of flooding. But then I think about that other hurricane right after. So we got, uh, we got Marco and then we got, you know, Lola or Lulu or whatever her hell her name is. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's Laura. Laura, yeah, Laura, I got Laura. And so, um, we don't need Laura cause we got already Mark to deal with Marco mm -hmm. and his drama. And so if there's a flooding know, event right? and then we got another flooding event, I mean, the ground's going to be saturated and Houston's already had plenty of rain. So it's like, so I'm more worried about everybody else, the flooding, which, and this is where the pieces come in because whenever I don't, I can't tune in myself and I'm like, mm, I can't tune in or I'm, I'm struggling to kind of tune in myself. I have to look at if I've received any pieces that might give me an idea of what to expect. And then I think back to, okay, I did at some point see that, that ship, from the military, the, uh, the medical ship, hospital ship, cruising into the Houston mm -hmm. port. 
And I expected it to happen at the height of COVID. And now that COVID's starting to settle down mm-hmm. a bit, then we've got this happening. I was like, okay, this could be part of that maybe. I don't know. But it never happened. So I'm like, okay, I hope that it doesn't happen. I hope I was just, you know, tuning into bullshit. But I hope it doesn't happen. So we got that. Yeah. And then we have, um, so there was that that I saw. And then I had my dream a few weeks ago that I posted that I was telling yeah. everybody that I was visiting my sister in Houston in her house. And I was telling her, just leave your shit. Like, just leave everything. Come north. Or just go go over to um, her fiance's family's farm or whatever. I said, just go north. Like, just leave your yeah. crap. Don't take anything with you. Just take what you need and get get up north because you don't want to stay in the city. And so I remember having that dream of her. And then in the next part of the dream, I was visiting my friend, Kendall, Kendall, and I was in Austin mm-hmm. and I was telling him and his partner, just take whatever you can. Don't, don't worry about taking everything. Just leave whatever. And I was like, why? Okay. And so when I think about that, I was like, well, this, that's Austin. Like, that's really far. And I'm like, why would this be affecting Austin? But there are, in history, there have been instances where the remnants of hurricanes have flooded and caused a lot of flooding in Austin as well. So I'm like, okay, I'm, so I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is what that is. And then last week or a week, two weeks ago, I had another dream. And I didn't share this with nobody yet. But in the dream, because mm. my mom's in Houston, in the dream, I was trying to move my mom and get her somewhere else. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay. And she was like, you know, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I'm like, no, I don't want to abandon you. I don't want to abandon you. So I was trying to move her somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And I felt, and when I woke up, I felt awful because I felt like I had abandoned her when she was in need. And so that, I woke yeah. up and I was like, okay, what the hell's going on? Because there was the other dream. And then a few weeks later, we've got this dream. And then yesterday I was in the mediumship session and the spirit that came through told the daughter to tell her the spirit that came through told her daughter make sure that your make sure that your valuables or that the things that you find important are high up and it was a random Mm -hmm. it was a random statement and it it wasn't and i i didn't understand it at first i was like okay she's your, your mom is talking about putting something high or getting something elevated or elevating something so that it's higher up are you doing some work in the house or are you moving stuff up or something and she was like, no. And I was like, okay, I don't know what she's talking about. And I said, you know, it kind of reminds me, the way your mom makes me feel is it kind of reminds me of like whenever we've had the floods in Houston and how you want to get stuff high. And so I, when I was saying that, then it was like clicking in my head, like, wait a minute, we got a hurricane coming. So I was like, okay. So I'm like, okay. And I said, look, I don't know if this is what she's talking about, but just get your stuff, get it higher up or put move it high. And that was it. So that, that's what the, the mom said in the spirit that came through. So that's another piece. So I'm like, I don't really know what to think at this point because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to think about the hurricane, but I am worried. And luckily Mm -hmm. I do have a quite a few people in my family who have suddenly just happened to coincide their trips to vacation. So they're all, there's a good chunk out of town, but I still have a couple of people that still, or three or four people that are still in town that I'm concerned with the most. So I'm like, so yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what to think. Well, okay, so remember before we started, I was like, let me just pull up some hurricane stats. So this tracker has it hitting landfall with a little hurricane symbol, but right in Austin, like right on top of Austin, shows it kind of moving that direction. So Mm. he was right, bitch. (laughs) We won't know. We won't know until this happens. But for all of y'all watching this, for all of y'all watching this, 
please get your belongings yeah. or your valuables and put it up high. If there is a flooding event and you get stuck in your attic, you need an axe because you're going to need to like chop your way out of the attic because a lot of people forgot about that when the last hurricane came along. Um, and the last the last hurricane that came to Houston that was a big hurricane, I had had a I, I felt the need to get out of the city like a, a three weeks before I was like, I need to get out of Houston. I feel like I'm like suffocating here. And so I just planned a last minute trip and the place that I would come to stay at here in Santa Fe, it was it was available. And that was crazy because we'd have to book it in months in advance for it to ever be available. So I was like, that's a sign I'm going to go. Mm -hmm. But I, we didn't, that, that was before there was even a, a hurricane on the radar. There was just, I just felt like I needed to get out of Houston because I felt like there was too much going on in Houston, too much people and all that. And so we left and we left the day before the hurricane actually got close to Houston. And so my partner, the, like two days before, three days before that, he had a dream with his dad and his dad was telling him there was a storm brewing and it was coming his way. And then we just happened to be in Santa Fe when the storm came and it, you know, caused all that ruckus over there. So luckily our house was like high up, so we didn't have any damage, but people got there. I mean, that's when all the boats were out and all those guys were out with the, mm -hmm. that's when that happened. So I was like, Ooh, girl, I think I still got the video up. I still post, I posted the video shortly right before the hurricane hit that I was having that dream and it's on yeah. YouTube somewhere, but yeah, but it's like, you don't know. And you can't, you don't always have like the details. Sometimes you're given it. Sometimes you, if I, I like, I think I was given it because I, they knew I wasn't going to be in the right mindset to tune in but just because it was going to worry me. So. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to go get some water and snacks just in case we have to get hold up in here. So get yourself <laughs> like at least two weeks worth of water. Yeah. Get yourself food that you do, do not need to cook on the stove. Even if you have gas, don't matter. Mm -hmm. If you can open a can and eat from that, perfect. Uh, get that. Uh, you might need to get a bucket and fill up your tub. Like all the, you know, I'm thinking it's all flooding. I don't think it's going to be like, like the, the wind stuff. So I'm not thinking like power is going to go out or anything. I'm thinking it's going to be the freaking flooding part. That's the part that I'm like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely going to flood. I mean, I feel like somebody, like I said, was just talking about it had rained a little bit and there was already flooding. Anytime there's a little bit of rain, it starts flooding. Yeah. So if it's going to be like torrential downpour, absolutely there's going to be yeah. some flooding. I mean, luckily, most people aren't like commuting back and forth to work or then that would be, uh-oh. Yeah, I know. No like, yeah, I mean, well, you know, now. like, well, and the day after a hurricane, everybody's going, like, trying to get back to normal and trying to go back to work, you know, because they're like, oh, it is gone. Like, I can go out now. Like, no, bitch, you can't go out now. Keep your ass inside because at that point, you've got wa high water. You've got stuff in that water. You know, you got, you know, but I was mm -hmm. one of them kids where we used to play in the ditch and you used to collect them crawfish out them holes. You remember that? Remember them days? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, we used to make little plate, like get dough, and we used to attach it to the string and stick it into the hoe and pull out the crawfish with the the string. Yeah. So I was one of those kids where I used to play in the uh, in the nasty water in the ditches. Don't play in the water in the ditches because mm -hmm. we got. And if you live near Pasadena, please don't play in the water in the ditches because you're, okay. you're radioactive <laughs> at that point. You're radioactive. Today's e-reading question is from Kira. And the question is, I know that most people have past lives. Do you get to choose do you get to choose your gender and race, or is it random? Are you the same race and each life? Um, really good question. So when it comes to past lives or different incarnations, yes, it's 100 percent a choice. Um, but it isn't. <laughs> In other words, on a soul level, on a higher vibratory level, 
our soul is aligning itself to forms of expansion, forms of creation. And each of those creations, there's something to be offered in all of that. So in our incarnations, there are many things that our soul being will choose for that incarnation based off of the needs of the soul. So if the soul is trying to learn how to love because it has already had an incarnation in another lifetime where it was a male and it, the, that male was wealthy and he never needed anybody for anything and he was such a controlling, dominating person um, and he never really truly understood what receiving love or being loved was about because he was always manipulating and controlling the situation, then there is another incarnation where the soul may decide, okay, I'm going to choose to be a, a female in this incarnation who is impoverished and doesn't have, um, doesn't have the resources or the ability to control or to dominate her environment. And she is going to be a single mother. And she is going to not receive the love that she wanted from the males in her life um, because that may not be the best way for her to receive that. But she will receive love from the child that she has. And that becomes her best friend. And as she gets older, she is taken care of by this child. And this child helps to nurture and to care for her needs, etc. while she's going through these different experiences in age. So that's the way that the karma can balance itself out, right? So karma is just an opportunity to have an experience and then have it balanced out in another experience that kind of helps to complete that experience in like cyclical form. That's why our souls will choose different types of incarnation. So we choose different races, we choose different sexes, we choose different um, ailments, different disabilities, we choose different sexual orientations or conditions of mind, etc. So we choose all kinds of different attributes and aspects that help us to have unique perspectives so that we can get the experience and have the type of experience that we're desiring to have. And so um, yeah, that's you can you, you we pick. At the same time, that doesn't mean that everything that happens to us is chosen by our soul. You know, if the soul chose to go through a challenging physical condition because it needed the personality to overcome the idea that the body was everything and that there was more to, to, to life than just the perfection of the body, then a person may be born and have an accident when they were a kid and they have to learn how to overcome the challenges that accident gave them. That doesn't mean that everything that they went through was chosen by the soul. It just means that there's some things that may have been chosen. So yes, to and some of you may be thinking, so what, I chose cancer? What, I chose to go through the strife that I had to go through? I chose to be rejected? I chose to be raped? I chose to be on a soul level? And this is not to demean anyone's experience or to say that anyone would want to choose that because we're thinking from human level. If you're asking the question in that way, you're seeing it from a human perspective. On a soul level, from a much more objective point of view, where we see things in, from that state, we see this place as a play or as a opportunity to experience ourselves in a unique form and perspective. Yes, we choose some of these very difficult experiences to go through. And that's one of the hardest things for people to embrace and to understand from a spirituality, from a spiritual perspective, because people cannot fathom why they would choose to go through certain things. But when you begin to really, really dig deep, 
um, you will, why do people go and participate in uh, marathons and like push themselves so hard and go through all of that physical pain? Why do people, why do women give birth to children knowing that there's going to be so much pain involved with that? Why do people go skydiving? You know, why? So there's a lot of things as humans we do. Why the hell do we do that? Because there's something more to it than just the physical pain or the physical experience. And so there are things that we choose um, from a spiritual soul perspective um, when it comes to reincarnation and things that we specifically are wanting to gain from those unique experiences. Hello, Crystal. Hi. Hi. How are you doing, sweetheart? Good. <laughs> Good. What did you want to ask me? I totally wasn't prepared to ask anything because I didn't think I was going to get at it at all. Um, oh. Let's see. Well, mainly, I guess I'll start with my dad. My dad passed away like two years ago. Okay. And um, don't tell me too much. Don't tell me too much. Let me see. Okay. Let, me, let, me, let, me, let me connect with them and see what I can get for you. Um, so immediately there are four males in spirit. So I've got dad. Did dad have a brother? Because I'm also seeing like an uncle energy there as well. So do you have an uncle or his brother? Did he have a brother figure in spirit as well? That uh, they passed away. No. Okay. So there's an uncle there. So this would be a brother to your father, a brother to your mother, or a brother-in-law to each of them. So it's got to be an uncle figure because he comes across in that level. Could even be, and when I say brother-in-law, it could have been someone that married into the family. But there's an uncle figure there as well. So we got a male. The uncle figure was a little bit of a drinker though. So the uncle figure would have been a little more, you know what? Hold on. Um, okay. Before I get to your dad, I've got to let this other male pop in for a second. I, he's on that level, so he's going to be on the same age range as your father. I'm assuming this is an uncle or an uncle figure because he's to the side of your father, so he's somehow on that level. He was a bit of a drinker. He may not have been the most pleasant person. He also makes me feel that he may have been a little bit, I don't know if he was abusive or he took advantage of some people when he was here. Um, he may have been inappropriate with some of the ladies or some with, with some young people. He's wanting to come forward to apologize to whoever in the family he affected or whoever he caused issues with. So when you figure out who this person is and there's stories in the family of this person, you can tell whoever that he's wanting to make amends or he's wanting to come through and apologize and, and just let, it, let them know that he's so sorry for what he did, okay? Now let me push him to the side because now I got your dad popping in. So now your dad is like, you know, ah. so your dad's funny. Um, immediately as soon as I shoot into your dad, he is acknowledging a cross. Do you have a necklace or a cross that is connected to dad? Um, I have like a wall of crosses by oh. his, all his stuff. Okay, because he's acknowledging like a cross, but I also am seeing a necklace. You know if your dad had a cross necklace or there's a necklace connected with a cross that's connected to your dad? Um, I have I have a necklace of with his ashes, but I also on a frame of a, a picture of both of us, I have a cross he used to wear on, on the frame. Perfect, perfect, because he's acknowledging that necklace, so he's referencing that. He also keeps acknowledging the four. Are there four of you in the family or are there four? Has this, has, has four, have four things been done with his remains? Let me put it that way. Uh, so there's four sisters. There's four sisters, but um, his remains, I guess there would be like one, two, three. I guess they were um, actually in, maybe in four. Okay, because he's acknowledging like the remains and then the four. So if you have, if there's four sisters, he's probably acknowledging the four. So he's referencing that. He also, Bobe. Uh, Babi, Babu, Baba, it's almost like a Baba sounding nickname or name that he's referencing. Do you know if someone would go by like a Baba? Ba I want to say Bubba, but it's not Bubba, but it sounds close enough to it. Do you know if someone in the family has a nickname Bubba or there's a name Bubba connection? Mm. It's like Bubba, Bobby, Bobo. Bo it's almost like a, Baba. We have a, there's a, there's a Toby. 
And then, um, I think he called like one of my like other brothers, like Papa. No, no, it's not a P, it's a B. It's like Bobo, like B-O-B-O. -O. So it's, it's like a he Bobo. Has, he has a brother named Bobby. Okay. He has a brother named Bobby. Bobby's still alive? Yes. Okay. He's wanting to acknowledge the brother then. If his brother's name is Bobby, that may be where he's going with that. So he's wanting to acknowledge the brother. Do you know if right before they, if right before he passed, they had a little falling out or they weren't able to connect with each other? Because he's acknowledging, okay, got it. He's yeah. wanting to reference that and he's almost like coming to peace with that. So if, if you have the opportunity to let his brother know that he's at peace with each with him or he doesn't want any, any a lack mm -hmm. of peace or a lack, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that's where he's going with that. So he's acknowledging that. Your dad also says that he, you felt him on your bed. So I don't know if you felt someone sit at your bed, but he says that was him. So he's acknowledging yeah. that. He also says there's a, a funny blanket that's, there's two of them. So do you know there's two blankets <laughs> to your dad? Okay. Yeah, uh, there, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, there's a blanket that um, him and my mom gave me for Christmas that I would take with him when I would visit him and I ended up just leaving it there. And then when he passed away, I got all his, uh, he liked Raiders and I um, got all his Raider shirts and I, um, sold them together and made a quilt. Perfect. So those are the yeah. two blankets. So he's acknowledging the two blankets. So there's a reference there. Um, he also, oops, that's it. there you go. Um, he also keeps acknowledging Anthony or Tony. Do you know there's an Anthony or Tony name connection? It could be Tommy, but I'm thinking it's Tony. Sorry, I have a, no, my brother fine. keeps calling there, there. I have a, a, like a family emergency going on at the same time. So. Oh no. Yeah. Did you need to go? Did you need to go? No, 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 it's okay. I, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is there a Tommy or a Tony? There's still a Toby. Um, oh, oh, wow. I have, I have another brother named Frankie. The Toby, is he a junior or there's another Toby aside from that one Toby? There's a Frankie and he's a junior and he's the one that, yeah. No, it's a T name like Tommy or Thomas or Toby or Tom or Tom, Tommy, Tommy. It's, it's, if it's the Toby, Toby, there's, there's another Toby. It, there's a reference to two of the T's. So there's a reference to the two T names. Now I'll leave that there because there could also be an animal named that, but he's referencing like the name. He also keeps referencing, um, thank you. Is there a picture of your dad? Do you have your dad's caps, two of them also? Um, no, but my brother does. My brother okay. and my mom do. Got it, because he's acknowledging that. He also is referencing the ring as well. So he's acknowledging his ring. Does your mom have the ring? Yeah. Got it. So he's acknowledging the ring. I love you too. So to let her know that he loves her too. Um, also, he is referencing the month of December. So December would be significant or the 12th would be significant. Okay. Your dad's fine. He's with you. Um, he's making the symbol for baby. So I don't know if you're trying to have a baby or if there's been a baby that didn't make it, but he's wanting to let you know about the baby. Okay. Like he's going to let me know about a dream or what do you mean? No, no, no. He's making the gesture for baby. Whenever they make that gesture, it, is, it usually means either there's a baby coming into the family that he's acknowledging or mm -hmm. there's a baby that's miscarried, lost, or terminated that is with him in spirit. But mm -hmm. he's making that gesture for baby. So you might have to ask people in the family if you don't know which baby it is, okay? Okay. All right, sweetheart. You take care of yourself. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Hello. Hi. How you doing, sweetheart? I'm good. <laughs> Sorry, surprise uh, me. Oh, no, it's fine. Everyone's always surprised. <laughs> what did you want to ask me? Um, so, well, first I was going to see, um, I'm moving back to Houston and I'm starting a new job and I just want to know if that's going to be successful. 
Mm-hmm. Are you supposed to be set up and established? Was it in August, September? By the beginning of the first or second week of October, are you supposed to be back in? Or, then? I'll be I'll be back in uh, the first second week of September. Oh, September. Okay. Um, so your move might happen in two parts because mm-hmm. I feel like you're, there's like a first part of the move and then you, mm-hmm. you may not take everything with you or you may wait and then bring everything like a month later. So that may be a, yeah. Okay. Cause I'll I'm seeing almost like, I'm not seeing, yeah. Yeah. That makes it. Cause I feel like you're not moving stuff until like early, like October. Uh, yeah. Early October. So that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Um, I feel okay about the job. I don't think you're going to stay there forever. I think you'll probably be there for about a year, year and a half. And then I think mm-hmm. you're going to make another adjustment or another move. Um, with a job, you'll still stay in Houston, but you're going to move to another company or another organization at that time, which I think will work better for you. Um, I also feel that they may, you're going to have to put your foot down a little bit because they may want to bombard you. I think they're a little bit in crisis mode where they're trying to catch up with some things that they've fallen behind on for the year. So you're going to have to really hustle when you get in there, you may have to put your foot down and you may have to make sure that if they're doing too much and they're not, setting you up for success, you need to kind of call them out on it because I think that can right. help them to really help and work with you instead of like, just throw stuff at you, not realizing that you're, you're falling behind on some stuff. Right. Okay. What was the second question? Um, and my brother uh, just passed away here recently. Okay. Uh, um, as soon as I connect with the brother's energy, first of all, he's doing this. So he's squeezing my neck. Do you know if there was an effect on the oxygen loss to his brain or there was a lack of oxygen? I mean- at the end, we, we had him on oxygen for a little bit, yeah. Okay, got it. Because he's acknowledging the lack of oxygen. He also mm-hmm. makes me feel like he was out before he was gone. So I don't know if y'all thought that he was already disconnected. He just didn't seem like he was there in his body. But he yeah. says he was already out when he actually physically passed. Because he's acknowledging that as well. He also says this was a weird freak thing that happened. So it's almost like this, to me, doesn't feel like he... Um, Did his organs start to shut down? Um, I mean, they probably did, but it was. Okay. Here's the thing. It's almost like I'm dealing with one thing. I'm dealing with one issue, but that's not, that shouldn't have been what caused me to pass. It's almost like the reaction or something that I'm given. It's almost like that leads to it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, okay. He had brain cancer and the radiation. Uh, Okay, because it's almost like the cancer yeah. itself is not what killed him. He's making me feel like it was the reaction to what he was given that yeah. caused the passing. That's why if he had it in the brain, that may be also why he's talking about something going to the brain or the oxygen to the brain as well. Mm-hmm. So that may be also where he was going with that. Um, he also keeps, thank you. Um, is there a, he showed me a star. Um, do you have a hat with a star on it or a shirt with a star on it? Um, my mom made him a quilt with has a star, which he, she made while he was sick and it's over his bed. That's it. Because he's acknowledging the fabric with the star. So I was assuming it's either a hat or something I'm wearing. So he's acknowledging the fabric with the star. He also keeps referencing, um, there's a little white, uh, I don't know if it's a shih tzu or a little dog oh is gosh. there. He says the dog yeah. is there. So he wants you to know that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jojo, no, Jojo's still here with us, but, but. There's another dog that's there, this little white dog. Um, it was like a poodle or a shih tzu. It's like a little dog. It was, 
but it a schnauzer like katie probably maybe it was it was a smaller one so it's not like yeah. a big big dog this is like a smaller dog it was a little miniature schnauzer yeah okay got it so he's acknowledging okay. this other dog being there so he's referencing that as well he also um is there a michael connection to your brother a Michael. friend mikey mike michael mike micah well my cousin micah um he's yeah michael. okay so do you know if <laughs> Is Micah into music or does he play music? Micah. Well, his, 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 I know his dad did, yeah. Say that again? Like their family does. Okay. He's acknowledging the person playing the music, but he showed me the M name, like Michael or Mikey or Micah or, or Mickey. It's almost like an M name. Well, we, have a, we have a Mikey. Yeah, we have a Mikey and a Micah. Um, okay. Do you know if one of them did something music related either for him or online? I don't think either of them did. No. Okay, y'all may have to think about that because he's referencing the M name and then I feel like he's showing me music or like an, a connection to music so there's a reference there, okay? Yeah. Um, he also, uh, that was him in a dream. So I don't know if you remember talking to him in the dream, but he's acknowledging that that was him in a dream. So he's referencing that, okay? Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> was there a little girl with him? Um. I don't, it was a vague memory. I told my parents, okay. I feel like I woke up, like I remembered him. Like Okay, there's a little girl there that also passed from cancer that is connected to y'all. So do, do y'all know of someone, it wouldn't have been family, it would have been connected to a friend or an acquaintance of the family. But there's a little girl that passed away from cancer. She might have had complications from something else, but there's a cancer connection to her because he's acknowledging her. I have to think about it. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. I'll leave that with you because he's referencing the little girl to let the people know that he's got the little girl with him. Also, spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> spaghetti. Is there a funny picture with him in spaghetti or with him like in string like pasta, making a funny face? Yeah, when he was a baby, there's a picture actually. I think it was. Yeah. And he's like playing with spaghetti or pasta. Uh -huh. That's yeah. it. Yeah, because he's acknowledging that picture. So he's referencing that image of him or the picture of him. Do you know if he was wearing also like a. Um, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's purple. It's like reddish color. Do you know if he was wearing red? It was. Oh, what's it? I don't know. It it's like red, white, and blue, or red, blue. I thought it was his red overall. I know it was purple. It was a purple shirt. It was a purple shirt. Okay. Yeah. That's the purple then. So he's just referencing that. So he's just validating that it's him and that he's okay. Um, he's wish happy birthday and his mom. Is that mom that you're talking to? That's mom. Yeah. Okay, mom. He's like acknowledging the birthday. Is your birthday soon or is your birthday just coming up? Uh. Her birthday just passed. That's it. He just wanted to wish her a happy birthday. So he just wants to wish her a happy birthday. Okay. He says he's sorry he couldn't celebrate it. He's, he, he's sorry that he, she couldn't have the birthday she deserved. He says he's going to find a way to get her daisies. So daisies, they're yellow flowers or sunflowers are going to be something from him that she will get. Okay. All right, sweetheart. I am All wishing right. you lots of love. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. Hello. Oh, hi. How you doing? Good. I'm so shocked. Don't be shocked. <laughs> Don't be shocked. Be shook. There's a difference. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm so nervous. No, don't be fine. You're fine. You're fine. It's just you and me. Do you, we just pretend this is you and me, okay? Don't worry about everybody else. What do you want to ask me about? <laughs> okay. So um, I wanted to ask about, like, you know, if you see any, like, future love interests or partners. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So I feel like you're actually going to have a couple of opportunities come up for you. There is one person that may 
find themselves attracted to you who may be the same sex. So just be prepared. You might have a friend or someone that starts to feel a certain way. Um, just be careful because I don't know if they don't fully understand that that's not going to be a possibility with you or you just wouldn't go that way. But just, you know, don't let them down easily. Don't, you know, don't hurt the feelings. Um, that's one that comes up and that comes up, I think, by spring. Um, I see. How old are you right now? 26. Okay. When you're 33 is when you settle down and get married. So it's going to be a while. Okay. That doesn't mean it takes you till 33 to meet the person or for you to, to know who this is. I think you'll actually meet this person right around that uh, 30 mark. So it may be a couple of years before that. But I think that by 33, you'll be married. I also see two kids. Do you currently have any children? No, my okay. sister does. So, no, I think that you're, you'll end up with two kids. So I feel like okay. you're going to end up with two kids. But I want to say, and one of your ovaries is slightly... Uh, enlarged, slightly affected. You, have you ever been checked for fibrosis or fibrosis? Okay, you're gonna make me cry. Yes. Okay, you can still have kids. I I believe you can still have okay. kids. So I think you will still have kids, but you might have to like hit it a little bit harder or really try because I think you're gonna have to have something done to be able to like clear that up. But I do feel that there will be two children for you. Okay. And, um, wow, I'm sorry. I'm no, you're fine. You're fine. Because that is something that I was going to ask you, and that just came up. Okay. Yeah. So I wanted to ask about my mother. Mm -hmm. She passed, like, three years ago. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's yeah. Been really so she showed me the number five. Do you know if May or the fifth of a month is connected to mom? Because she showed me the, the number five. Um... She's, is it referencing in the past or the future? It, it's, she's referencing the number five, so it's a date. So the month of May is important, or the fifth of a month is significant. I want to say it's a birthday, though. So whose birthday is in May? My best friend. Okay, so... She's May 7th, though. Is, did she just have an aunt or a mom pass away? We did. So um, I have to ask more questions about that because she passed and we're younger. So we didn't have really like a connection okay. with the older generation. But we did find out after the fact that she passed. Okay. But she, I don't know the date. So this woman's there. So they're wanting to acknowledge the connection to her. So if your best friend's the fifth, the, the month of May, this other person is wanting to be acknowledged that they're there and they're wanting to connect that with your friend then. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that that's connected somehow. Let me push, push them to the side for a second because I want to kind of connect you with your mom. Your mom is blaming herself for her own passing. Do you know if she didn't take good care of herself or she kind of let something get out of hand? Um, she had um, cancer, but I, don't, I wouldn't know if that would be her. Here's the thing. Did she, do you know if they told her beforehand that something might be an issue or she needs to get something checked and she didn't or she waited a while before she got around to it? I do remember our conversation okay. regarding when she was getting it checked okay. and then she was kind of like trying to ease me into this idea that it might be something serious. Cause here's the thing. I feel like she had been told or she had been, I feel like she knew something was up before anybody knew and it'd been a while. And I feel that she didn't acknowledge it or she waited too long to validate it. And then it was almost like it had already gotten to a, a different stage that she wasn't going to be able to bounce back from. Because she's acknowledging that, okay? She also says that, um, thank you, had they talked to her about doing like a bone transfer or like a bone marrow transfer or like something about checking the, the bones, the bone? Um... So she had a metal plate in her bone. 
Okay. And um, I think she felt like that was something that was related to her illness. Okay, because but, because what she's showing me is there's something about taking something from the bone or taking something that's bone related and this possibly improving the situation. If she believed that she was like, she received cancer from this bone metal plate or whatnot, that may be what she's acknowledging or trying to lead to is that she's a, like, she's trying to make us aware that she thought that was the cause or that like created other issues in her body. Cause she makes me feel like it didn't, she didn't start having these other symptoms until that procedure. Yeah. So she's acknowledging that you understand that? Yes. Okay. So mama is with you. She also is writing on my skin. Are y'all planning on getting, I have like less than a minute. Is Does mama, do y'all have a tattoo or is someone planning on getting a tattoo for mom? Because she's acknowledging a tattoo. My little sister just got a tattoo and I was That's getting it. on top. Okay. I just was like, <laughs> I just came on just to finish you up because I was like, I, my your sister's mama? here. She, oh, told cool. me that she told me it was her that had the tattoo of got my mom's um, past birthday. Birth. Sorry. Got it. Got it. Okay. Let me see. Get, does she want to be on camera? Does she feel camera worthy? Hold on, Eva. I'm sorry. What did you say? Does she feel like Does she feel like being on camera? Does she want to be on camera for a second? Because I want to talk to y'all. She doesn't want to be on camera. That's okay. Said. As long as I can hear her, as long as she can hear me. Okay. 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 So your mom was acknowledging the the, the tattoo. So she's acknowledging the tattoo. And even though you were getting on her about it, your mom said, "Leave her be. Leave her be," because she she says it's beautiful. Baby is beautiful. So she's acknowledging that. She also says, "Do you have the bumblebee or BB or bumblebee name? Is there?" Do you know there's like a BB a or a bumblebee? Name. A bumblebee name? A bumblebee Yeah, there's like BB or bumblebee or honeybee. There's something about a bee thing. I don't know if it's like a, a stuffed animal bee or something about like a picture of a bee, but she's showing me something that looks like a bee. Like I'm seeing the, the black, and, black and yellow stripes. Do y'all have something connected to that? Because she's showing me that or a nickname like a bee? Mm, Maybe I'd, Stephanie? Probably Stephanie. I don't know. My, my little sister have a butterfly tattoo, but that's it. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. This is a bee. Like, it, this is almost like, you know, the, the, the Cheerios, the Honey Nut Cheerios uh, bee? Is she talking about JJ? I'm seeing. She's talking about JJ. My, my Her son's favorite cereal is. Um, my, my son's favorite cereal is, is Honey Nut Cheerios. Okay. She's acknowledging the bee and the Honey Nut Cheerios. Did, are you planning on buying him a toy from that bee or trying to get him a bee stuffed animal? Um, nothing about that. No. There's something about the. I don't know who else. He gets gifts like every two weeks, so it okay. may not even be me. There's like, something about honeybees or bees, and it's like a stuffed animal or a toy or a little figure, because I can see it like that, and that's how I'm seeing it. Unless, you know what? What is that? Um, or or or. Is it the Transformers? Huh? Does he like the Transformers toy? The bee? What is it that? Um, the Transformer. He likes. He likes the um. The, he likes um he likes rubble from Paw Patrol. Mm -mm, no, no. This is here's what I'm gonna say. There's something about the bee. <laughs> it's a it's a it's an actual honey bee looking thing. And I saw that the honey. Only the, thing I can thing. Think of, the only thing I can think of is um my daughter. One of the I guess we took a, a very nice set of photos of her in this black and yellow bumblebee themed oh. outfit. That's the only thing I can think of. Did y'all take that after your mom was passing? Well, she was born last December. Yeah. Okay, so it was after mama's passing. Yeah. She's talking about the the bumblebee or the bee. So she's referencing the bee. And if your daughter took a picture in that outfit, 
she's acknowledging the little bee or the like she's aware of the bee or she's referencing the bee so she's referencing your baby as the bumblebee or the bee so i'm thinking that's where she's going with that she's also repeating her name did you incorporate mom's name into the into your daughter or is there a name that you use that your mom liked she I said did. yes i did okay. my mother's Got it. daughter's middle name is my mother's first name that's it so she's ref that's it she's confirming that so she's validating the connection with the granddaughter also um Thank you for the balloons. Did y'all do something with her and balloons or did y'all um, get some balloons and release them for her? Well, we we go, um, me and my sister go to the site mm -hmm. and we give like food and her coffee. Okay. Did y'all put balloons there? No. There's no, there's a balloon. She's referencing balloons. There's something about balloons. So either y'all reference balloons, y'all release balloons or y'all got her a balloon or one of the kids has a balloon and said, I'm giving this to grandma. There's something about a balloon for her because she's acknowledging this balloon. Okay. No, I'm not thinking, I can't write that. She said that she's not, I'm bringing blanks too. Yeah. That's okay. I'm going to leave that with you, but just know there's something about, thank you for the balloons because there's something about a connection to balloons with her or honoring her with balloons. It may not have even been big balloons. They may have been little balloons that were part of like an ornament thing, but there's a reference to the thing with oh, the balloons. Oh, was it the I Love You? It had like um, Valentine's Day. She would, that was something that she would share. I don't it's, know that's. Okay, you might have to think about this because it almost feels like it might be small balloons or smaller balloons because I'm seeing it in a small way. So she's referencing that. You know what? Did you post a post online with balloons? Happy birthday to her. Ooh, did I? I don't. I haven't. Y'all need to go look at her post or y'all's post because there's something about balloons and her, and it's it's, it's specifically honoring her or mentioning her, and there's a balloon connection to it. So if you look at Mother's Day, if you look at like there's something posted that she's making because it feels like it's small balloons. I don't feel like I'm looking at the big balloons and it's small balloons. So she's referencing that. Okay, so take a look at that. Also, um, did someone have a parrot? that died or does someone have a parrot in the family because there's a bird there with her a bird mm -hmm. no, died. no pets have died no there's a yellow there's a I'm yellow cockatiel someone in the family had a yellow cockatiel it's a yellow bird it passed and it's with her so she's letting the person in the family know that this yellow bird is with her so do y'all know of someone in the family who had a yellow cockatiel or yellow bird no okay Y'all are gonna have to ask because there's a yellow bird with her. And it might have been a yellow bird they had when they were kids and y'all just don't even know because, but she's okay. referencing this yellow bird. There's even a picture of the bird. There's a picture of the bird that's somehow in one of y'all's pictures. So she's referencing this bird. Okay. But it's a pet bird. It's a pet, it was a bird that someone had or she's just referencing that as well, okay? Um, your mom says she, lo she loves you. She's proud of you. She also says, feel free to go back to school. Okay. I, I just, I guess it's probably about you. And she's, uh, yeah, um, I just graduated, so she, it's probably about you, though. Yeah, she said, yeah. Go, go back to school. Go, go, go. It has to be that, because she always... Is it medical? Is she thinking about medical related? Thinking about medical? Actually, kind of. Okay. Okay, yeah. So she's letting her know, feel free to go back to school. She's almost telling her, like, as a matter of fact, feel free to go back to school. <laughs> okay. I can see that. All right, guys. I can hear that. Thank you so much. You're welcome, sweetheart. I do your homework and go back over that video because there's more there that y'all didn't catch. Okay, I will definitely. <laughs> okay. All right, y'all. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye, sweetheart.